Welcome to Grace Notes, brought to you by Sandbeck Concert Ministries. Let's join concert artist and author Barbara Sandbeck as she continues her series, Intimacy with God. With God meets us at our level. On our last program, we stated that intimacy is impossible without knowledge. So God gives us ways to know Him through creation, through His Word, and through His Son, Jesus, who came to live among us. And God comes down to our level even now. God is spirit, yet he pictures himself in ways we can understand. His word says he has a heart that feels. He has hands that hold, ears that hear, and eyes that see. In Psalm seventy-three twenty-three, the psalmist writes, I am continually with thee. You hold me by my right hand. When I read this verse, I stopped and thought of all the people without a father. They have a heavenly father who holds their hand. Once while I was on tour, I stayed with a woman whose father had left her when she was only 20 months old. I asked her if it was hard to be without a father. She said, oh no, not since I met Jesus. He's more than a father to me. Have you ever wondered why the scriptures use the right hand? The right hand is a symbol of strength. When I was in the business world, I attended seminars on how to conduct meetings. Position was very important. You need to sit at the head of the table and then have a person on your right to feed you the right information at the right time. Kind of like a right-hand man. God wants to be at our right hand in life to help us make right decisions and give us the tools we need to succeed. Have you ever felt God's arms? One of my favorite hymns is, He Hideth My Soul. When I sing it, I try to portray the words, especially the line that says, And covers me there with his hand. On one occasion, I spoke about having felt God's arms around me. After the concert... A 32-year-old widowed lady with two small children came up to me and said she could identify with my statement. When her husband died, she didn't know what to do. She was on her knees praying, Lord, how can I do this? She said she felt what she perceived to be his arms around her, and her heart heard his voice say, Don't fear, I'll be with you. When I retired from a career as a computer programmer, it wasn't as easy as I thought it would be. I realized that I had defined who I was based on what I did. Since it was now time to be rather than do, I felt very insignificant. One particularly disturbing day, while I was on my knees, I prayed, Please, Lord, just help me not to feel like a nobody. Immediately I felt his presence, almost as if his arms were around me. The Holy Spirit caused my heart to hear his words, You are precious in my sight. My son died for you. From that day to this, I have never again questioned my worth. Does God have arms? (laughs) He does to me. How about God's eyes? Is he really interested enough to watch us? Second Chronicles 16.9a says, The eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to Him. 
If you're serving him, be assured he's got his eye on you and he is cheering. You can do it. You can do it. He'll give you the strength you need to carry on. The eyes of God are upon me. He sees everything that I do. Psalm 34:15 says, "The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are inclined unto their cry." That's kind of like a mom listening for the voice of her child in the night. In my book, My Journey to Joy, I've included a poem I wrote entitled "Tiny Sparrow for Those Who Hurt." Tiny sparrow, weak and small, fell from her nest and had a fall. 
But though she fell, her Lord above reached down to her and showed his love. He cares for butterflies and bees. He watches over flowers and trees. But he cares most for wounded birds. He covers them and soothes their hurts. Tiny Sparrow, he knows your name. He hears you cry. He feels your pain. Through suffering, he's always there. You need not even say a prayer. Though you can't fully understand, your Heavenly Father's got a plan. How precious are his thoughts to you, and he will love you your whole life through. In Psalm 139, beginning at verse 13, King David writes to the Lord, You created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. I've always had a fascination with eyes. They're the windows of the soul. Did you know that pupils dilate when a person looks at you and likes you? In my quiet times with the Lord, I sometimes picture Jesus sitting across from me. I picture his eyes of compassion as I tell him my feelings. I bet when God looks at us, his pupil dilates because he likes what he sees. The term the apple of your eye is a metaphor used to describe something that is protected and guarded carefully. When I was young, my grandpa had a favorite grandchild, and uh, it wasn't me. It was my sister. She was the first and four years older. He called her the apple of his eye. I have to tell you, it bothered me for a very long time. But I found in Scripture, initially for the children of Israel, but now for me and all his children, that God sees us as the apple of his eye. Are you feeling unloved today? Just listen to the words of this song. He's the one who loves you more than you will ever know. And he's the one who dries the tears you cry. He has formed your very soul and knows your every need. And he
Write to Sandbeck Concert Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Falston, Maryland, 21047. This program can be heard again via the Internet at www.oneplace.com. On our next program, we'll continue our discussion on intimacy with God, with what God expects from us.